This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their taproom in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios in Marietta, Georgia. And this week, we're talking with Red Top Brewhouse. I am Tim Dennis, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Brian Hewitt. Hey, Tim. So joining us today, we have brewer David Sheets and marketing director Chris Henderson, both of Red Top Brewhouse. We're going to talk about Red Top favorites, barrel-aged beers, cocktails, and this rumor I hear about a Solera beer. Guys, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks for a lot us. for having us. Brian's a big fan of Solera's. Anytime yes. a Solera's mentioned, he's all on board with that. All I had to do was like dig a little bit through Untapped, and I saw a reference to a Solera, and I'm like, oh, this has to be brought up at some point. Get this going. For, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. David, how are you? It is great to see you guys. So, really, really good to see you. For those that don't know, David and I, we're old friends. Old Friend friends. of the show, friends. Yep. We met you back. You had a homebrew store. Yeah. Was it Blind Murphy? Yeah, Blind Murphy. Blind Craft Murphy homebrew store, market. bottle store. Yep. I remember stopping in there. You'd be hanging out, brewing some beer, and then stepped up. Uh, actually started the brewery. We're now Ironmonger. Yep. Started that and uh, done some consulting. Mm-hmm. and different things, and now with Red Top. Absolutely. And yeah. we'll dive into all that a little bit more as we go through, but we've known you for a long time, man. I love think, you guys. I think love I might have you. met you down in Fayetteville where you were tasting Naughty Soda at another brewery that no longer exists. I think I did. That's fantastic. A number Sorry. of years ago. You the dementia is setting in. So yeah, exactly. I'm not sure now, about that, but yeah. Brian has actually brought that story up a few times, and I've told him every time that that's not correct, that <laughs> it's just the guys at Strong Brewing had some of your Naughty Soda in a, oh. in a growler. Oh, I so strong. David wasn't there, nice but, his, oh. but his, his oh. alcohol his, was. His booze was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I forgot about those guys. I could, yeah. I couldn't remember if that was you with me or if it was uh, another beer fellow. Gotcha. That was with me okay. at the time. So. Chris, have you ever met Brian that he doesn't know about or does know about that you didn't know about? <laughs> oh, we, we've met a few times. That's okay. right. Yeah. There you go. And I don't so. know about any of them, so it's yeah. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at, at the time, he and I had matching beards. Matching so beards. I think there's a sense of jealousy, kind of like dogs at a dog park, sniffing each other out. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's checking Staring out. Staring each other down. I don't yeah. know about that guy. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. You've actually... Had a busy week, I guess. There was a incident at your brewery that your employee handled extremely well that's kind of been spread through the Internet and some news stories and that. So, Chris, you, you want to kind of tell us about what happened and how you address that? Yeah, so uh, very early on, as we were kind of researching how to uh, go about what kind of business we wanted to run as a brew pub, uh, we did a lot of research, and we knew that we wanted to take care of our women guests. It was something that was kind of lacking out in the market that we were uh, visiting at the time. So immediately, women's room downstairs, it's like posh. It's It's got a nice little uh, seating area. It's got women's products. It's got the selfie mirror and all that stuff. And to go with that, we wanted to make sure that they felt safe uh, being in a bar environment. So we, we created a code word system to where if they weren't feeling safe, if they mentioned a certain word, it would alert our staff that uh, we need to take action. And sometimes it could be just as simple as reseating the guests or removing the threat altogether. So it's a sexual harassment issue or along those lines. And there's a secondary 
secondary password that they use that allows us to know that this is a situation that requires immediate help and 911 is called uh, immediately. And uh, our police up in Ackworth, fantastic people. Um, not just saying that because they have guns, but because they've been super friendly to us. They've been super responsive. They don't see us as a um, place to write a bunch of tickets. They see us as a, as a community asset. And so... Yeah, uh, one of our guests um, called out the, uh, the code word, and our bartender took action without even talking to a manager. And it took care of the situation, and we wrote up a statement about it. And just to let people know, because there's a lot of witnesses to it, and sometimes you know witnesses will say something on social media. So we wanted to get ahead of that, and a lot of that was to also just call out our bartender. He just did a fantastic job. His name is Jacob Crossan, and one of the best people on the planet. So... That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. People need to feel comfortable in having something like that. And, Chris, I think you'd mentioned this got a lot of press coverage. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's happened a couple times, so it's not – people know they can use that code word if they need help, right? Correct. Now, it's happened a, a couple times. This is the, uh, obviously the one that got the attention just based on the situation. And, yeah, it went viral. We've had breweries and bars and colleges from all over the world, uh, quite literally all over the world, calling us and uh, reaching out to me specifically because I control over social media. Asking for best practices, you know, and Good deal. man, you know, South Africa, Washington State, Canada, New York City. I mean, just fantastic. So, and we've since added language in the men's room, and we also have a, a gender neutral restroom. And uh, obviously, the code words aren't the same, but we just wanted to kind of re- let people know that, hey, we care about you as a human being a lot more than we care about you buying our beer. Right. We, we want to make sure that you're good. And you mentioned some of the guys that have went to the guys' restroom because guys, in general, are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They've yeah. come out kind of yelling it and mocking it. And so you, you put verbiage in there that says, look, if you make a mockery of this, They're you'll be out of here out. and you won't come back. So this, this isn't a joke. This isn't yeah. something for you to play Absolutely. around with. And to be honest with you, I mean, we had some women making fun of it at, at, uh, to begin with. But in the end, what's happened is, is clearly it works. And you can make fun of it all you want. But here's the thing, that if you're a woman making fun of it, we did this for you. Sure. And yeah. uh, we hope you never have to use that code word. That's it. And, you know, for the men, you know, obviously uh, they're less likely to be victimized, but it still happens. We've we've heard about that in the past in the industry. And uh, but also we spoke highly in the men's room and the gender neutral uh, restroom about making sure that they've got resources for mental health. Now, that's a huge thing that we're focusing on as a brew pub. And uh, maybe we could get to that in a little bit. But like, you know, we're, we're touching bases. Uh, we're, we're giving people resources and places to reach out. Good stuff. Guys, awesome to hear, you know, that you address. I mean, you don't want anything like that to ever to happen. But when your employees, your company takes care of it properly, it lets people know they can be safe coming in there exactly. if something does happen. Yeah, yeah we're so very proud sure. of our employees for doing that. Yeah, good stuff. Absolutely. Well, Tim, I think we should get into the beers of the week. Now it's time for our beers of the week. Brought to you by The Nest. Craft beer and barbecue in downtown Kennesaw, Georgia. TheNestKennesaw.com. Brian, as always, we've got a good list of beers to get into here and cocktails this week, Brian. Yes, cocktails too. Red Top come bearing cocktails. We got a little uh Ryan, a little Manhattan's going on here, having a good time. And these cherries were very intense cherries in this. <laughs> They're very so cherry heard, cherries. Yes. I, I have yet to quite get to them, but uh yeah, I'm okay. a fan of the so, resurgence Ryan. It's a good cocktail. Good yeah. stuff. Well, we've also got from Red Top Brew House, we have their honey honey saison. Local honey in that, right, Dave? Absolutely. Good yep. stuff. And uh, we have their 
uh, I can't read my writing here. Something ri- mercy, mercy rising, mercy rising, mercy rising, <laughs> double IPA for Brian. Sounds for great. the IPA man. So looking forward to it. We'll get into those, and we do want to thank the Nest for sponsoring this segment. We always appreciate their support. Again, patio season. Go out there, enjoy. They've got a huge patio. If you haven't been to the Nest, it's like two houses connected with a massive patio in the center. When it's cooler in the evening, they got a big fireplace out there. When it's not, TVs on the patio and plenty of space too. Enjoy some drinks, Dave. Did you know that? Absolutely. I love that place. Yeah, One of our favorite stuff, places man. to just go and have meetings. That's right. That's time for a meeting. Absolutely. Well, Brian, what's happening this week in the news? What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. So stats are always fun. So let's talk about the uh, the states with the most craft breweries in 2020 with a hat tip to Vine Pair for breaking down the Brewers Association stats that were recently released. The state with the most breweries per 100,000 people, Vermont with 15.4. In second place, of all things, Montana with 12.4 per 100,000 people. The state with the fewest number per 100,000 people, Mississippi with 0.6 per 100,000 people. Not surprising. Yeah, it's going by uh, sheer number of breweries. California leads the pack easily with 958 breweries, and New York is in a second, but not very close with 460. And not to beat up on Mississippi, but they are in last place with just 12 craft breweries, Tim. Yep, they had a brewery in the capital that closed down for a while. I think there's a little one there now, but even in the capital of Jackson, there was no brewery. Oh, wow, so even just having one, it was tough to support, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's a, not, not a lot going on there. And now for some beer news that's getting picked up by all the major news outlets. New Belgium has released an intentionally awful ale. It's called Fat Tire Torched Earth Ale. Uh, the release has been named time to coincide with Earth Day. And the idea behind the beer is to make a beer based on ingredients that they think will be available in a climate change ravaged earth 50 years in the future. A post-apocalyptic ale, if you will. It's brewed with stuff like smoke-tainted water, dandelion weeds, and subpar drought-resistant grains, Tim. You'd probably like it, Brian. you like those parts. No, no, yes. not ISO this time, Tim. No, nope, not, not interested. this time. Well, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do need to take a break, but we'll be back very soon with more from Red Top Brewhouse. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're Storytime Construction, and we build breweries. We're Georgia's most experienced and hands-on contractors when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding existing breweries. We offer full build-outs, remodeling, and additions, as well as consulting and construction management. Give us a call at 770-733-4343. Storytime Construction. We build breweries. Brian and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram roger roger what's our back there victor now back to the beer guys radio show 
Welcome back to Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all episodes are available on demand, so if you miss the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Now let's get back to Red Top Brew House. David Sheets, yes, Red Top sir. Brew House. Yes. So what is the story? How did uh, how did Red Top get started? So Red Top was started by a couple of fellas, uh, Rob and Jonathan, just a couple of really great guys that uh, Jonathan was into homebrewing and you know, they met through uh, Rotary and just developed a friendship and decided they wanted to do this together. They both are separately own their own manufacturing companies and uh, decided that, you know, since they're both Ackworth residents, right. that they wanted to, uh, you know, really dig into the community. And uh, the concept of Red Top Brew House is, you know, your friends are here. So, you know, how do we really show that through everything we do, through the food, through the innovative beer wall, through the beer that we do, just through every last part of what we do. How do we, uh, you know, let people understand that when we say your friends are here, we really mean it. And that's part of what happened with the um, code word. Okay, right. That's Mm -hmm. kind of where that comes from. You know, the genesis of that was, you know, how do we make a safe space? You know, how do we make a space... You know, maybe safe isn't the best word. We want it to be safe for everybody. But how do we make a place that you would be happy to have your friends, your mom, your your sister, you know, your wife or whatever come and really have just an awesome time? Great food, great music, great beer, great everything else. So, you know, it, it just Good comes stuff. from the heart. Good is stuff. really where it comes from. You know, I think we met Rob in Florida. A couple okay. years ago, we were down at the, uh, was it St. George Island? Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Beer yep. Fest. And yep. I remember meeting a gentleman that said he was going to start a brewery in Ackworth. But I got a card, but I misplaced it by the time we got back to Atlanta. But I'm almost positive because I saw his yep. picture on the That's website. Him. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah. So, so he's got a place in St. George's Island. So. Okay. So that would make it sense. Rob's a lot of sense. Human. So yeah. if you've met, if anybody meets Rob, they go, that is a wonderful human. So we were down there with uh, for the SGI Brew Fest. Down nice. there and saw him down there at the yeah, roof. Right. So that was a good time. Yep. I had yeah. not put that together. I did not. But yes, I, I do great. recall that. It was, wow. a, it was a good time. It was a really good time. Yeah. Cool. Now, Chris, the great timing. We've seen a few breweries do this. Opening in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Just a slam. They just come at you. How's it been? How's things going? Well, I mean, it was weird. I mean, obviously, we were supposed to open up uh, January, originally, of 2020. And the winter of 2019, it rained for a good two years, it seems. So <laughs> it kind of uh, put things backwards. And then they brought me on two days before everything shut down. Construction still went on. It was good. But the big thing we wanted to make sure we were doing was we were doing everything correct. And that meant from a guest standpoint, um, we've got 8,000 square feet of outdoor space. So make sure people kind of spread out and do their thing. Uh, Inside, our capacity is 300 people. But we operated at 60% capacity for the longest time. And, you know, we had some uh, times where we had a staff member that tested positive and we would shut down. And we paid for everybody to get tested, uh, get rapid tests done. Something we didn't want out of their pocket because we understand that, you know, we're unusual times and uh, we spent a lot of money making sure that our team was safe that they weren't positive and uh, that we could continue uh, treating our guests to an experience that hopefully they would see uh, being positive and then we started throwing out online ordering as well 
uh, to allow people to, those that have been a little bit afraid to step out into public, we totally get. And they've come in and uh, they've ordered food, dipped in, got the food, and, and left. Dip and, on out, huh? Yeah. yeah. I think that's going to be a thing that people have really gotten accustomed to, and it's going to be a long time before people are not going to take advantage of like ordering to just pick up and leave. True. We're already seeing some comments about it. And we've had some people that just desperately wanted to try our food. And individually, we've reached out to these guests and we've brought them in. In a safe uh, environment, allowed a huge wide berth for social uh, distancing to allow them to feel safe. And maybe we'll put them upstairs where usually there's nobody up there. And it's just so they could enjoy being out in public again and eating out uh, in public again. My favorite way to enjoy it socially distanced from the brewery is to invite the brewery on the show and then have a cheeseburger and fries brought to our studio. <laughs> that is a good way to do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's a little double way. cheeseburger with some, you know, caramelized sauteed onions on there and stuff. Right. So it's yeah. good fries. Next, we'll have to have you guys on every week, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cocktails and burgers and fries and all that. We'll We're do a fake okay. show with them, eat, and then That's do the right. real show there afterwards. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, next time we'll bring the salmon. How's That's, that? Oh, there we go. I'm out. The salmon. I'm out. Brian. Or the fish and chips. I mean, I hear good things. So, Chris. You're sure. a professional photographer by yes. trade. Have you gotten your hands dirty with any kind of brewing, home brewing, or recipe creation at Red Top? No. Dave and I are working on a recipe that we're going to brew together. One of the things that I love about Dave is he includes our employees, every one of them, on uh, brewing the beer. So we've got an employee series that we do. I think we're seven volumes deep into it now where he gets to know uh, our staff members, gets to know what they like to do, and then they make a beer together. And one of our most recent ones was a uh, glitter sour uh, to <laughs> highlight a, uh, a one of our staff members, her father, that's his personality. I love taking photos of the process. I love taking photos of the beer. And even the, now with cocktails rolling out, it's a subject that doesn't talk back to you. You don't have to ask it to smile. It, it just looks it looks pretty in the sunlight. Sit sun there and look pretty, right? Exactly. It looks, yeah. it, it looks pretty in the sunlight. You guys should understand something. You know, this man over here is an incredibly creative and talented person. And, uh, you know, a lot of the things that I want to do in the, the brewing and what we want to do, you know, with the business, you know, I just bounce it off of Chris. And, uh, you know, Chris is our name. Smith, he's paying me money now. Um, No, seriously, though, such an incredible collaborative experience at our place Mm. and, you know, all the different places that I've been and and done. It's just been, you know, really awesome to have somebody of Chris's caliber in terms of uh, uh, his creativity and, and what he brings to the table that it just blows me away every time that uh, we get to sit down and chat about it. The more he talks, the more the bill goes up, man. Just yeah. FYI, Chris, I know, FYI there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, something we were going to – Jonathan was going to be here, but he had some other things going on. He wasn't able to make it. But yeah. uh, did he do a lot of construction himself because isn't he into custom cabinetry? So, oh, um, <laughs> Jonathan did not do a, a lot okay. of construction, All right. construction. But, you know, when it comes to the bar and all the woodwork in there, yes, he and his crew did all of that stuff. So, but uh, All right. All right. We had a, a uh, we had a great GC that uh, – you know, took care of us. So. Okay. Well, that's good, man. Just mm-hmm. need that in there. Now, we want to talk cocktails. Yeah. And you brought in uh, a little local rye whiskey here, yeah. Resurgence from uh, ASW. ASW, ASW yep. Distillery. American Spirit Works. So we've got that and some cherries that I had mentioned earlier were very 
Intense, very cherry cherries. They very cherry are cherry. very good. I had one finally. Very filthy. Is this one of the cocktails rolling out on your new cocktail menu? So we've got a couple of different levels. We've got, um, and Chris can speak to some of this stuff, but uh, we've got a member's card that you guys have seen before and uh, you know we treat our members right and so the cocktail that you've got here is our classic old-fashioned made with a beautiful rye made here in Atlanta Georgia and then we've got an incredible cocktail menu coming out that tells an incredible story and uh, Chris you might be able to talk tell the story Chris tell the story so essentially uh, we weren't uh, planning on doing cocktails at all but it was something that was kind of brought to our attention through a lot of guest requests and again we, we didn't want to just get people drunk we we wanted to tell a story with what we're doing and we're coming out of a, a crazy crazy 12 to 14 months right and so what we did was we created a story that kind of brought back memories to people so our cocktail menu is kind of based on some classic drinks so we got a paloma we got a manhattan we actually have a chocolate stout old-fashioned made uh, with uh, one of our stouts okay all right reduced down and it's got chocolate covered cherries so if you like those you're gonna love those um, oh, yeah. but so the uh, the idea is um made. A lot of us went during the pandemic. We kind of shut down uh, personally, uh, mentally, and we we kind of resorted to uh, memories that kind of reminded us of more innocent times. I know for me, like <laughs> I started watching the Brady Bunch. You know, like okay. so. Gotcha. In the end, uh, we created a story that kind of tied to that, and that's good how stuff. we're going to go from now on. Sounds good to me. We do need to take a break. You are listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show, and we'll be back very soon with more from Red Top Brew House. Craft Beer deserves craft glass. Thick Boys Glass has curated an online collective of glass artisans around the USA to bring you hand-blown beer glassware. These unique glasses are stylish and durable and have plenty of room to hold a tall boy of your favorite beer. Use code BEERGUYS at thickboysglass.com to get 15% off your order. Thick Boys Glass, that's T-H-I-C-C-B-O-I-S glass.com. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram back off man i'm a scientist now back to the beer guys radio show welcome back to beer guys radio show i want to give a quick shout out to one of our great radio affiliates wntk 1020 am and 99.7 fm in new london new hampshire catch beer guys radio on wntk every saturday at 10 p.m now let's get back to red top brew house Chris, I'm going to address something that just happened. You perked up when Brian said New London, New Hampshire. Yeah, I, I, I am from southern uh, Southern New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. All right. We've got, I think, three stations maybe we, throughout Yeah, we've New got Hampshire. some pretty good re- representation. That's not bad coverage there. up yeah. there. I, I will tell you, when I lived there, we had a, a Red Hook brewery there and oh, a Budweiser plants there. And since I left, the breweries up there has just exploded. It's right. amazing the beer coming yeah. out of New Hampshire right now. I think it's Delaware is coffee milk. Does that make it over to New Hampshire? Is that a New Hampshire thing as well? Uh, no, no. Do you know coffee milk? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so th- is that specific to Delaware? Do you know? I think it's kind of a Delaware thing. Just a Delaware. The, Isn't yeah. it weird how things like don't cross state lines sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's, this is Delaware. There's like an annex in my kitchen, though, because yeah. I have a big bottle yeah. of autocrat okay. that I occasionally pour in yeah. my various milks, and 
anything, <laughs> honestly. If I decide something needs more coffee and a lot more corn sugar, corn yeah, syrup, yeah, they catch yeah. you leaving the state right. with the like. It's a, I deny I have it. So I, I'm just getting some sweaters. Like a Canadian, what's all this all about? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Chris, I do want to ask you again. I want to talk a little more cocktail talk with yes. you. Yes. So you mentioned you did a stout cocktail, correct? Yes. Are you doing any other beer cocktails? Uh, we have plans for potentially the next iteration of our cocktail menu. We've been tossing around an idea of an old-fashioned, uh, an IPA old-fashioned. Okay. So uh, there's definitely some plans in there for sure. We do not want to let go of who we are. Uh, we, we are a brew house. We brew beer. And the fact that we're able to use some of our beer in a cocktail is kind of amazing. But we kind of had this vision of starting off kind of playing on some classics. And then uh, as we move forward, we'll definitely be incorporating more of our uh, brew style into what we do. We weren't built for uh, your typical bar setup. And so we're trying to essentially roll out a cocktail system, uh, cocktail uh, recipe system into a brew house. So we're just kind of playing with things and see how it goes. But yeah, our beer and all that will be involved. Well, I've got a suggestion for one that we tried here in the studio that we think is a winner, a uh, fruited goza gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. So there you go. It's a nice choice. See? Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah, we've got a lemon uh, pound cake goza on right now and a uh, that's made with you know, 20 pounds of lemons, and I've got a mandarin pound cake goza that's uh, made with 20 pounds of mandarins. Both those all work. Both I, of those I work. like yeah. the idea with the stout. It was you reduce the beer down. Correct. correct. To, yeah. Oh, and Make it into a sauce. You could almost take any beer at that point and just or pick a, a cocktail, just a, like a rum or whatever, yes. and like... Make it a little bit more IPA. And, like, the possibilities are endless. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, I really like that concept. uh, I mean, between Dave and our uh, bar manager, Amber, these two make a great team. And putting some recipes together, it's pretty awesome. Now, I'll tell you another thing I'm a a huge fan of, and I've seen a couple places do this. I think Second Self may have done something similar. And I know Creature Comforts has it as kind of a permanent fixture. They've got syrups, several different syrups there. And you can get a Goza, a Pilsner. A, I know they did a coffee IPA, Brian. You can get like yeah, they had a Tropical co- with a little shot of coffee syrup in there. Just anything you want to just throw but, some coffee. So in So those it, yeah. in you know, so it's not. I guess it's a. Would it be a cocktail or is it just a beer Maybe with a infusion or something yeah. with a mint juice yeah. there? Yeah. So you could you could just get you some coffee milk, some of that autocrat coffee <laughs> milk syrup, and then boom, you could do that yeah. with everything. Would boom. you like to coffee it up? And I'm like, the answer would always would you, be would sure. Would you like to coffee it up? That, yeah, that's that's right. it. That's all they got to ask you there. Goes anyway. Man, I'm, I'm kind of daydreaming right now. <laughs> See, so many plans, man. Get those creative juices. So, yeah. Yeah. Something else before we leave the topic. I got the idea from Cascade, a mold uh, creek, and I really oh, enjoyed that. I don't idea. know if you've had that. That's I've tried a really it. Good idea. Really cool. Really like yeah. it. Cocktail-ish, but not really. But absolutely something to keep in mind when it gets so cold the Montmorency, Montmorency cherries are what's in a creek, and that is Perfect. just a beautiful idea. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful idea. Yeah, that was I cool. misunderstood Brian at first and thought he was messing with you and said a mold creek. A mold. A mold. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's a mold like, here's an creek. idea. Yeah, mold. You let it turn good and green. That's in fuzzy. Tennessee. Hey, penicillin it? never hurt anybody. That's, that's right. right. It's good yeah. for you. That's not mold. That's a pellicle. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So are the cocktails going to be available on the self-serve tap wall? At some point, we might come up with a, a cocktail that will be hitting the tap wall. That's it, man. I'm going to go out there. Yeah. I'm just going to keep. I'm going to keep my gin and tonic goza flowing from the tap wall. So, man, uh, let me just tell you, I might have tried a little bit of gin in our gozas, and see, 
let's just say that I nearly left my wife for it. <laughs> understandable. <Yeah>. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. The self-serve taps, how's that working out for you guys? They seem kind of polarizing. It's polarizing to a degree, but... Yeah, I, I'll tell you, you know, it, I don't see a lot of polarizing. Obviously, some people like to uh, come in and, you know, have a full-service experience at the bar, and we do offer that. So. I don't come to the bar to pour my own beer, Dave. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> come on in and hang come on, Bring out. me a burger. So, bring me yeah. a beer. Yeah, but how many different beers would you like to try? Do you want to so, just have one beer, or do you, you want to have me, Dave. You the opportunity to try a bunch of... You, can you know have what? I'll tell you a true story. You can have 16. I tried one ounce of a beer at your place that was highly hyped up. Mm. Yeah. It was terrible. Exactly. So rather than having to have a 12-ounce pour or even a 6-ounce pour... How many pour, times you you spent $30 on yeah, a four-pack? I got one ounce of the beer... And I'm like, I don't like this. I That's don't right. need to have any more. I, right. I would rather spend 60 cents on an ounce to sample rather than pay 15 bucks for exactly. yeah, a tall boy. You know so I mean? you can pour whatever you want. You know, if you want a little bit more of that one, pour a little bit more of that. If you want a half pour, a four ounce pour, whatever, you know, you, you've, you're at the end of the meal and you don't want another full beer, but you need a little bit more, you can come up, get your own thing. You don't have to wait for anybody. Just get your splash and go, just right? Get your splash and go. And you guys have you use a card system, so it's not like these things are just free flowing there. Correct. Yeah. Right. And so. we limit the amount of ounces that you can have. So at you know, because we don't want you to be overserved or, you know, leave right. crazy intoxicated or something. So. Get some drunk people out there with their card, and next thing you know, they get a four hundred dollar charge to a red top, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want them to actually have a nice time and not not overserve themselves. So understandable. I have to ask with that the whole polarizing thing. Usually people come back to how the how the system pours. Mm-hmm. Have you had trouble with that? Is that a is that an education so issue the, or we man the beer wall. Yeah. So, oh, you do? You know, okay. yeah, that's one of the common things, you know, when Jonathan and Rob were taking a look at this and of course I was I've been on for a long long time now, a couple of years. But when we were looking at starting this, you know, it was hey, how do you pour on there? So we have signage up that shows you how to pour, which is great, but we actually will help you pour the beer for you. So we man the beer while there's somebody there that can give you tips on how to pour or pour it for you. And if you face plant that beer pour, we will comp the beer to you and pour it for you. So we don't want you to have a negative experience because of this. We want to teach you how to do it. And then once you learn how to do it, you just have a wonderful time. You're a master of your own domain. There you go. Yeah. 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 You've got the freedom. You've got the keys to the entire establishment. I get it. Just aim for the logo. That's all we ever say. So I think I think having somebody there manning the wall is probably key. And that's the difference to that system working yeah, well with yeah. most people. I would imagine. Just a little hand up, yeah. Brian. Just, We've experienced just a little help it. There. We went to a bunch of places, you know, and that had these type of systems, and uh, you know, there's tons of places that do not man the wall, and yeah, you get a bad pour if you don't know what you're doing. And so I had someone that went to a brew pub that is closed now that had the seltzer taps and they went twice over like a three month period. And they said both times it was basically just spray and foam. And so if you've got those self-serve taps for convenience, but people aren't getting their beer out of it, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, Well, part of that also is having a very highly engineered system that, you know, pours good beer. So, you know, when we put the beer in, it's got to have the opportunity to uh, 
pour properly. So that's just engineering. That's the plan, right? We go through beer so fast that uh, it doesn't have time to sit there and foam, <laughs> exactly. really. Well, that's yeah, good. that's good. That's Keep good. it going yeah. then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. it fresh. Yeah. Keep well, it guys, fresh. we're about to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about barrels, and we're going to talk about fish and chips, <laughs> and uh, what else is going on at Red Top. Nice, so, nice, nice. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're going to take us a break, and we'll be back right after this. Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger Brewing pride themselves at being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room in Marietta, Georgia to taste and see. Also visit their barrel room for an intimate drinking experience with great live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing. Establishing a new standard in craft beer. Patio season is here, and the nest in Kennesaw, Georgia, has plenty of outdoor space for you to enjoy a cold beer and some tasty barbecue. They've got 48 taps of great beer, wine, cider, and even hard seltzers, plus an impressive craft cocktail list, so there's something for everyone. If you're ready for some friendly competition, head over every Tuesday for trivia, or relax and take in the local talent with live music every Wednesday and Sunday. Enjoy the great weather while you can. Grab your friends and head to the nest in Kennesaw, Georgia. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram now back to the beer guys radio show welcome back to beer guys radio show if you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash beer guys patrons get cool perks like beer guys swag and commercial free episodes now let's get back to red top brew house so i don't know if this is a chris question or a dave question but both one of your owners rob is an englishman Yep. Yes. And we've seen several mentions on your website of fish and chips. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's the key to a good fish and chips? Ooh, that's a great question for yeah. a chef. <laughs> what yeah. is it, right? I'll tell you, you know, the inspiration from Rob. Okay. You know, I think All that right. would yeah. be it. We're always in a quest for world class. And, uh, you know, Bobby, our general manager, was our chef at the time. You know, we're chef-driven for sure, just always chasing the best ingredients we possibly can. That dish does not make us a lot of money. Yeah, um, it's actually uh, almost a lost leader, but it is an incredible dish, and we've had so many people say this is the best uh, fish and chips they've ever had in their life. We've had a lot of Englishmen come and say yeah. it's Give the it best. Props there. See, I I've did see get... a rating that said it was the best on this side of the pond, which yeah. I'm like, that's okay. really high praise, and I'm it's amazing. I think I have to try it to believe yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to get on that because I, I will admit. The best I've found in the Atlanta area so far, uh, Cherry Street Brewing, yes. their new uh, location at um, Halcyon. At Halcyon. Yeah. yeah. Development over Nick. in Alpharetta. Nick's amazing. Nick, Nick they, at Cherry yeah, Street. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, I know anyone who is an artisan or creator, there's a lot that goes into it. You don't just throw it together. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I asked them, you know, I got the fish and chips, and, and I'm like, man, this is the best fish and chips I've had. I said, guys, this is great. And he's like, you know, we really put a lot into that. 
we've tried like six different kinds of fish. Yeah. yeah. We tried different kind of yeah. batters. We did all this and that. And I'm like, I just wouldn't think that much would go into fish and chips. When, well, at the end of the when day. When I have fish and chips at home, it comes in a yellow box with a dude <laughs> yeah. in a rain jacket. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, no, so at the end of the day, you know, simplistic recipes are the hardest to execute world-class. You know, if you can do something very, very, very well, yet keep it simple, it allows the different flavors to really shine through. So the, the fish is definitely present in that. It's beautiful Atlantic cod. You know, the uh, the breading is amazing with a little bit of the spice in it, but not too much in there. Just enough to give you just an amazing experience, you know, eating it. So The ratio's important. It, the ratio's Fish important. to batter ratio yeah. and all that. Yeah. Oh, and, and how Simple long it sits, in the, it sits in the fryer is another one. And, That's exactly right. And also, uh, what helps is the fish is fresh. It's Correct. Never, it's never frozen. We, we do not buy frozen fish. No. Everything is so fresh and needs to be slapped. Yeah. Good stuff. Man. So That sounds great. Good I am stuff. definitely going to have to go over there and try this out. Right. Because yeah. I have been kind of keeping an informal list of my favorites. And, <laughs> so uh, good. I had no idea. I had no but idea. But you have to have the salmon. You have to have someone oh, in the, the other salmon's so good. Eh, so. Maybe. Maybe after that. So which of these beers, <laughs> which which of the red top beers is the ideal pairing with that uh, fish um, and chips? With the fish and chips? Yeah. I would definitely go, you know, towards either Iron Hill IPA or Red Top Red. Okay. Uh, red That's Top what Red, red is, or a, is a tart right. All right. So. A good pub ale. Correct. Good pub ale. Barrels, Dave. Yeah. What you doing with you barrels there at Red you know Top? Me. I always do the barrels. Yes. So we had an event here one time where we have a picture where one of our friends, this is back when you had the barrel aging program That's here right. at Iron I say here meaning Iron Mocker. Yeah. Iron Mocker, yeah. yeah. But uh we pulled the nails. Yeah. That's right. We pulled the ta- yeah. the nails out of the barrels and some of us fun. may have just drank. From the stream, <laughs> I don't even remember that day. So, so what are you talking? Yeah. About? We've got yeah. we've got proof. That's I have no idea. Stop taking it's pictures, a good time. right? Stop <laughs> taking pictures. Yeah, no, no. So barrels are near and dear to my heart. You know that's really what uh, I love to do the most. I'm pulling out a beautiful ten uh, percent bourbon barrel aged uh, stout that uh, our chef, now our general manager Bobby, made all of the vanilla. I mean, handmade from vanilla beans and all that stuff. So to what? To, into vanilla flavoring. Okay, gotcha. All right. And so that's coming out this weekend, so that'll be beautiful. As you know, I'm a huge fan of Lambic-style beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamic. Lamics, that's Lamics. right. Lamics. If we remember that. <laughs> so if we remember the Lamic phrase. <laughs> so uh, I love all that stuff. And then, of course, we're we're doing a Solera project. So Cool. That'll oh, yes, fun. the Solera. Please tell is me that more a, about is that. Is that a sour, I'm assuming? Something yeah, just well, keep naturally. Through? Naturally sour. Yeah. I've got a couple of punchins and just beautiful a ganache punchin from France that's got our first one in it right now, and that'll be available in January of 2022. Okay. Um, and, of course, we'll pull the beer out, you know, two-thirds of the beer out and allow that other one to stay in there and and as you know you know so this is the first year of us doing it it'll take three to five years for that barrel to really develop its character sure so i would expect it to be a little what i would call green and not fully developed in the first couple of years but still delicious so uh you know it'll be one of those things that a vertical will be a uh, the order of the day 
So one large step for uh, Solera kind with that first beer. Amen. Right there. Yeah, love yeah. Solaris. Oh yeah, and I love that you're doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued by this and want to drink them the entire way through. Yeah, you've got to come see my bungs. You'll like my bungs. I'm going to go check out Dave's bungs. For those not <laughs> keeping up at home, Brian has been invited to look at Dave's bungs. That's exactly. right. I need get a close adult. look at them bungs. I saw a brewery. A brewer sent me a snapshot of their um, guide, their barrel aging guide. Yeah. And it said something. It's like, okay, step one, you know, remove the bung. Step two, it's very important to sniff the bung hole. Yes. <laughs> it's like, this is, this, these are, these are actual printed yes. methodologies there. So yes. <laughs> dogs are ready for barrel aging now. They've got it. Always Amen. sniff the bung hole. Yeah, Absolutely. seriously. So you mentioned in the break something I hadn't found in my research. You, you're doing a, is it a mental health beer? Is that is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Chris, why don't you tell them about that? We were approached by a company. So the big focus is on mental health. Hope for the day. And I, I'm wearing the bracelet. He's, he's got the Gold. band on. Had, had yeah. to double check it. This is really important um, to us. The big thing is, man, it, it just it just about everyone battle uh, some sort of variation of mental illness. And um, even though it's still, it's in the news and they say, it's okay to not be okay, it's still very much a stigma. And so we were approached about making a beer called uh, Things We Don't Say. And that's specifically, you know, things we don't say are, hey, we're, we're struggling, you know. And so we're partnering with a uh, local home brewer and called Rainy Day Brewing. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, we know uh, Rainy we, Day. We've yeah. had sure, them in sure. here. Yeah. They're uh, fantastic human beings. And, exactly. uh uh, same heart for what we're doing, and so we're we're going to be making a beer. It's going to be an IPA, New England IPA, and and we're brewing it. I think Tuesday, and yep. it'll be ready for release in May. And all the proceeds for the purchase of the beer goes towards this organization. And uh, we're hoping to cut a pretty fat check. I, I will say this: I I really would like for everybody, if if possible, to uh, get involved behind this stuff because you know there are. A lot of people out there hurting, and this supports, you know, veterans. This supports suicide prevention. This supports a lot of causes that people just don't talk about very much, and it's kind of difficult to talk about these kind of things. So very important to us that we give 100% of the proceeds of the uh, the beer to it, and as close as we can get to at least ten grand, we are going to try and do it. So this was brought to us by Michael from rainy day so just super thankful for the opportunity to do this and it's something that i hope that other breweries get involved in so is this the one that a brewery started it and they have the recipe available where you can get in and and brew and yeah so it is a nationwide thing and there's uh to our knowledge there's two breweries here in georgia doing it us in uh i I believe variant is doing it as well and um, here's the thing. Again, it's another thing that we hope people take, rip off, do whatever. It, it just yeah. means that we're Go getting the message it. out. Yeah. yeah. When is that up? So um, it'll be brewed it on still? the 27th. Okay. And then, you know, of course, three weeks later is when it will be released. And we'll present that on our Facebook and Insta- awesome. Instagram pages. Is that going to be available, like, to go? Or is that going to be just in so brewery? For crowlers, or for just crowlers, crowlers, yeah. Okay. We're not in distribution. But, you okay. know, come up and enjoy yourself. And all the proceeds will be for Okay. You know, the cause. It's a good cause, man. Especially yeah. 
People have been cooped up for a year. Post-COVID? If you yes. had, exactly. You know, people have plenty to deal with with the state of the world mm-hmm. anyhow. So yeah, yeah. then you lock for them sure. up for a year. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Guys, what else do you want people to know about Red Top Brewhouse or what's coming up next for you? Your friends are here. We just want people to know that they're welcome no matter who you are. This and is who we are. I mean, yeah. we are we are the kind of people that love you and want you to come up and enjoy some beer and have a great time and feel safe and and uh, have some great food and just really have a beautiful time. Excellent. Enjoying Sounds like a beer. good plan to me. Yeah, yeah, it works. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's an honor. Thank you. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. Please join us next week as we talk to Jackie O's Brewery. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers. <laughs>